listening to the co-production podcast brought to you by Cineropa and Eurimage. I am Domenico Laporta, and I am the editor-in-chief of Cineropa, the number one resource for European industry content published daily in four languages. Cineropa is supported by Creative Europe, and you can always access our content for free at cineropa.org. Today, we are discussing the co-production of The Delegation, written and directed by Asaf Saban, a co-production between Poland, Israel, and Germany. I'm welcoming the three co-producers of the film. Welcome to the co-production podcast, everyone. It's a pleasure to have you all. Can I ask you to introduce yourself and your production company, starting with you, Agnieszka. You are uh, the majority producer of the film, and you are representing Koi Studio in Poland. I'm currently the, co- the majority co-producer, although it didn't start that way uh, when we first met. Uh, I'm, my name is Agnieszka Dziedzic, and I'm running the co-production company, the production company in Poland, in Warsaw. Uh, we're, uh, we're actually on the market almost 10 years now, uh, and we produced films locally here in Poland and financed them in Poland. Uh, that was how we started. We shot um, a couple of feature films. Uh, then we had a very successful um, successful story of shooting a family film, uh, which was very well received here in Poland. It was called uh, Double Trouble. So we followed with a sequel, Triple Trouble, which uh, premiered in this difficult pandemic time. So uh, the cinema release was not that successful. However, however, the film was uh, very successful on uh, festivals and is also now being sold to um, VOD platforms and TV. And the delegation is actually my bigger so far co-production project. uh, And I'm very happy about it. We're uh, about to start shooting soon. So you're catching us on a very exciting moment, I have to say. Thank you. Also with us today, we have Yoav from Gum Films in Israel. Hi, Yoav. Pleasure to have you. I'm Yoav and my partner is Orit Zamir. We both have a small company in Tel Aviv. We do Israeli films and Israeli TV series, both fiction and documentaries. And we, we try to do films that we believe in and think they are good and interesting for audiences here and also outside of Israel. This is how we started working on the delegation with Asaf Saban a few years ago. I won't tell you how many, but uh, from the script, many, many drafts. And finally, we are in good company with Roshanak, in good company being the name of your production structure in Germany. Welcome, Roshanak. Yeah, we are a German production company based in Berlin and Leipzig, and our focus is on international co-productions. Even our German language films are being internationally produced. Uh, We do mainly features, but we also develop and produce games. So that's what we do. And I'm very happy to be on this production. I know you are for quite a long time now. So um, I knew about the project and both of them, Aga and Joaf, Agnieszka and Joaf, just run me down with this project. So I was literally couldn't say no. Thank you. So Agnieszka, tell us a little bit about the the story of the film without spoiling us too much. 
Well, uh, I was thinking that maybe, yeah, if I should give you the floor, since you are actually the one who developed the story, although uh, now it's being shot in Poland, but you you are the one who were really, you know, there when it was born and uh, now when it's being shaped. <laughs> so maybe, maybe you can uh, start. Uh, yeah, basically it's about, uh, you know, a group of teenagers from Israel that go to a school trip. Uh, to Poland to visit uh, uh, the World War II sites of the uh, of the uh, world the war of the war of the Holocaust as part of the stream of education here in Israel that you must go and visit those places the camps the Jewish community. Uh, monuments and uh, synagogue so this is the this is the infrastructure of the of the film but it it is focusing on three teenagers that are uh, going through this experience for a week it's a week long experience and what happens to those kids or teenagers during this trip, which is very confusing and emotional. And, well, right away, considering the theme of the film, having uh, Israel, Poland and uh, Germany co-producing uh, that kind of story already strikes us. Um, was it uh, important for you, you have to partner with those two specific countries? We always knew that we want to shoot in Poland. Uh, of course, this is where the trips go, and uh, this is where the, the, those teenagers go. Uh, and this is a, uh, this drama is 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 part of many Israelis Israeli lives of the, of the past uh, 20 years when it started to be like uh, an industry in Israel, industry of visiting uh, the camps. And part of an education, educational uh, system, I think. So we knew we need Poland and Germany uh, was also natural. <laughs> I have to say that we we were using this. I mean, we were saying, look at us. We were teaming up Israel, Poland, and Germany to tell the new story about Holocaust. Uh, the not the one being. Uh, dwelling on the past but the one moving the the narration to towards you know the present and uh, we were I, i remember those discussions and also with the fans uh, telling them uh, we're teaming up in this specific uh, you know in this specific shape this specific triangle because we are those countries who have the most to say in a way uh, and who are shaping this discourse so i think it was uh, i remember being you know I mean, it was natural because we, since we've met in Cannes, it, it felt like like a good uh, good collaboration. But uh, but for we were using it also as a as a strategy, I would say, at some point. Uh, so it was more than just uh, good talks in Cannes. And I've checked for the purpose of this uh, of this uh, podcast. It was 2017 when we first met in Cannes. 
So it still is uh, quite a long way of development. I mean, the film is uh, not entirely shot yet. Uh, how is it working out? Uh, is the development mostly done in uh, Israel or uh, are you also involved both uh, other co-producers in the active development of the, of the script and also the preparation of the film? No, the most of the development was was done uh, in Israel, I'd say, and the the whole uh, script was born there and it was shaped there. However, um, now it always it is always like that. You're developing the script once during the development period, and then there is pre-production when you're facing the script with the realities of of locations and the realities of of what you can really do. And many changes are are you know in, are imposed now, and there are sometimes can feel forced. I mean, you know, they're coming from the outside because the outside world is also shaping the script, but sometimes they also actually inspire changes which are good for the story as well. So I think we are now in this very particular moment when we when we are uh, really about to start shooting and we're shaping the script uh, also, you know, just so it can fit our our shooting schedule and our our locations and the realities, which are also difficult as we are still in the pandemic uh, times. So we have to take, you know, uh, that into consideration as well. But uh, uh, I know that you, you have, I, <laughs> I know that you are very much involved uh, in, in those changes as well, because even if we are here now in Poland saying, look, because of this and that, we need to rethink this scene, then I, I know that the only one who can really influence, uh, you know, the changes uh, is you, because you have the, the ears of the director and you, you know the story better than any of us. And even without being in those locations, you can, uh, you can, you know, you, you can introduce the changes better than, than us here. So I am the majority co-producer here. This is the structure we have, but I would still say that the, the, the impulse is very often coming from Israel. And you have, uh, if you locked up the budget, how much is it? 2.3 million. Uh, if I, if I can add to what uh, Aga said, I think uh, it's very strange because in this film, I'm more on set than films that I shoot here in Israel because I feel responsibility towards my two partners in Europe that we will deliver a film in budget and a good one because uh, and and I'm I'm there and I'm discussing with the Polish. Uh, uh, crew and and the first AD from Poland more than I discuss films that I do here in Israel five minutes from my office. Yeah, that's the that's the pleasure of co-production. So we understand that uh, the film is born in Israel. It is shot in Poland. And uh, what about Germany? What did you bring to the table, uh, Roshanek? Well, we did shoot uh, some parts of the film in Germany. Um, that's partly a requirement for the co-production. But I also think that as this is more or less a common history, it is important that we produce a film that is being understood not only in Israel, but also in Poland and Germany. And the narration of the Holocaust needs to be revisited even though we have a very strange perspective of looking at it, it's not really on the Holocaust, but it's on the interpretation of it and how it's being narrated from one generation to the next generation. I think that is a very important topic that 
is partially also responsibility within our countries. Um, so we do have crew members here in Germany that are partially double citizens. They're Iran, uh, sorry, Israelis and Germans. So part of the post-production will take place here in Germany. We did part of the shooting. And I think we brought something like 25% of the financing um, to the table, something around that. I don't really have the numbers precisely in my head. But it is um, a collaboration in all senses. Even it is true that Yoav, and it is an originally Israeli story, and Yoav uh, developed it, and he developed it actually quite well. Um, this is a story that has a certain impact and relevance within Europe, specifically Poland and Germany, but not only, given the current times. And uh, Yoav, uh, to, to build this project in Israel, were there any particular blocks? And also let us know about what is your first source of financing when you have to start with a project like this in your own country? There is a debate here in Israel. So it, from one side, it was hard to convince people that we are not doing something which is too, I don't know, uh, critical or too small in a way. They had big expectations. That's what I mean. And the, the second thing is that we, we, there, there, there were a few scripts in the market, let's say, dealing with the same subject. Different stories, but same subject. So we had to prove that we have the best story. And it took time. Uh, and uh, and where we, we go to the public fund in Israel to find the first money, that's how, and that's the only money we can approach. Uh, and we go there with several scripts about the same subject. And we need to convince the readers this is the one that should be done because they will give to only one. So how did you do it? I mean, what is the, for example, what is the tone of the film? Is it like more lighthearted or is it something, because the topic might seem a bit heavy, but uh, from what I read about the project, it looks like it's, it's a coming of age story. So it's, it's a bit more, maybe more light. It's not light, but it's a combination of of the big historical uh, remembrance. Uh, we we take we are we are doing uh, we are presenting it, and we we try to the film is trying to put a spotlight on the conflict between these ten teenagers that are interested in their first love or sex or to meet a girl in this trip and what this trip represents to the Israeli teenager and society. Uh, and there is a conflict. Does it make them more humanistic or does it make them more nationalistic in a way? Will they go from this trip to the army, to combat units? Or will they think in a way more how to prevent such awful events happening? I don't know. But is, is the film providing an answer? I mean, is there a vision from the director, from Asaf? Uh, does he have an, uh, I guess he has an opinion about that, but is the opinion uh, like really exposed in the film? 
or is it an open question? I think we try to keep it open in a way, but not too open uh, for people to think and to, to, to not give them answers. You know, that's the type of films I like uh, personally. And I think we, we go, uh, I think it's very delicate. You know, you need to say something, but not to say it too obvious in a way. I think this is interesting because I, I, I bet that the film we're doing can equally appeal to the young audience, uh, even teenagers or young adults. But at the same time, I can see how strongly critical it can be. And because of that, you know, I, I hope this will be the film that people will like to talk about, to dispute about. I, I hope that the Q&As will be, you know, full of questions and full of questions coming from very different sides. So this is why I... Uh, I well I wish that we that our audience can actually not only be you know teenagers or those who can relate directly to the to the emotional story of our characters which is you know simple love party uh, excitement things things like that but at the same time this is about this and the clash between small stories and 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 the biggest stories you can imagine so uh, this is what is super strong about this project and this is why um, there are very there are many angles you can look at it and um, so you applied to Rimage with this money and you received the grant. Uh, you said you have that the budget was uh, 2.3 million. So how much money did you receive from Rimage? You have to remember that we, we've met 2017. We, we were already, the, the script was quite, quite advanced. We, the, the way we've met was uh, actually the, the sales agent, New York Film says, who introduced us and already the hopes were high for the project. So it started really like we're shooting it tomorrow. Then we started financing, and we we uh, since Germany was on board, we we thought it could be nice to introduce the project to a Polish German fund to kind of establish it already as a co-production. We did; it was uh, development money. Then we financed more or less at the same time in Germany and in Poland through our funds, through PFI, through uh, MDM and MBB. You know, just this very typical European fund by fund knocking on the door presenting the project and it was when we when we when we got those money we were ready to apply to Urimash but actually we were applying 2020 the very dark pandemic year where things were shifting but nobody actually knew what's going to happen so uh, what happened, I tell you, what happened was that the budget was higher <laughs> than it was before <laughs> because, first of all, we had to wait for almost more than a year because uh, bringing uh, cast from Israel to Poland uh, was impossible. It wasn't even the question of safety. It was really, it was really literally impossible to shoot. So um, that was one thing. And then uh, on the other hand, uh, we are all aware that prices are going up in Europe uh, in the film industry. Uh, so basically, we've uh, we applied to Urimash in between those things happening. But when we received money, which was which was a very uh, very nice grant of two hundred ninety thousand, uh, which was really closing uh, our structure, we realized that the budget is a bit higher now because uh, because we've waited uh, for a year we post and also because uh, because just simply the prices are higher and Roshanak, uh, with your experience uh, wh- what are the the main challenges on this uh, specific project because we know that each 
production brings its lot of different challenges. So uh, what, what is the most challenging thing for you? As the former head of the Israeli Film Fund says, Katriel Shori, every project is a prototype. Um, I think one of the biggest challenges we face is because of COVID, we had to postpone. We postponed twice, actually, the production. So, of course, the the gap is one challenge. The situation within COVID is a second challenge to get the actors out. I mean, right now, no one can leave Israel. No one can travel into Israel. I mean, we're shooting with Israeli actors in Poland. Planned is beginning of the year. Um, that is a challenge. And content-wise, the challenge is, but I've seen the rushes and it works really well, is to keep this tone, the tone of the film, which is meanders between drama and some comic relief or comedic elements, to keep that in balance without um, giving up on the characters. That is content-wise a challenge for the director. Um, and for the actors as well. Uh, but as far as I can see from the rushes, it um, looks well and sounds well. So, yeah, if there is not another lockdown coming and another postponing coming, um, luckily the actors are not 14 anymore, so they don't, don't grow. I just did a film where the main actress was one meter sixty at the beginning of the film and one meter seventy five at the end of it, which almost made the DOP sort of like getting a nervous breakdown. And the main actor changed voice, so he was boy at the beginning of the film, and with the ADR, he was suddenly a young man. And it was like the sound designer wanted to shoot himself. Yeah, but that's. So there's always a worse situation than the one uh, you're in. So what what are the prognostics? Uh, when do you hope to complete the film? When are you starting to submit it to festivals? Do you have any idea about that? What is the schedule as of today? If we can shoot on time, I think we have a film that can be submitted, let's say, around autumn. Uh, with music and a sort of rough mix on it. So festival strategy is as all European films. Hey, we want to go to an A festival, hopefully. Um, but it's not only up to us and the quality of the film. It's also time-related, fashion-related, and festival-related. And there's also a huge bottleneck of films, as we all know uh, right now. A lot of us are submitting, and there are not so many screens to, to screen them all. But if the film is good, people will see it, and I'm sure we will get to see it as well. Um, it's already time to, to wrap this up. Uh, it was great to have you on the co-production uh, podcast uh, today. Uh, if you enjoyed this new episode of the co-production podcast, don't miss the other ones. We have plenty on our website, but you can also subscribe to Apple Music, Spotify, and Google, and many other platforms out there. The podcast is available basically everywhere. Uh, the episodes, of course, are also available on cineropa.org. So Agnieszka, Joav, uh, Roshanak, thank you again for accepting to be the guests of the podcast today. Let me congratulate you again to face adversity and still make films in these uh, difficult times. I'm sure the reward is at the end of the tunnel uh, and everybody will be happy 
to see that film not only in Poland, not only in Israel, and not only in Germany. I think this story concerns basically everyone. Uh, and uh, I'm surely hoping to see that film soon. So keep making films and we will keep watching them. Thank you.